0: Welcome to Inside Out Leadership. I'm your host, Rob Holman. Now listen, you could be doing a variety of different things, hanging out with a variety of different people, but you've chosen in this moment and in this time to spend with me, to learn about my Inside Out Leadership philosophy and principles. And for that, I'm honored. So honored that I wanna let you in on a special opportunity. Are you a speaker, an author? Do you have a message that you believe the world desperately needs to hear? If that's you, I want to encourage you to formally be a part of my world-class speaker community called the Get Paid to Speak Bootcamp. Go to www.robholman.com forward slash GPS to learn more. Back in the fall of 2021, I had the joy and the honor of releasing my third book called Move the Needle, How Inside Out Leaders Influence Organizational Culture. I got to tell you, the journey of writing the book and now the influence and impact coming out of it to reach leaders all around the world has been really difficult to put into words. It's chapter 10, the final chapter of the book that I want to highlight in this podcast episode. And it's called Leaving a Legacy. You know, if there's one thing that leaders are having consistent conversations on and about around this time, as well as asking my thoughts on, it has to do with leaving a lasting legacy. Rob, how do you do it? What's your legacy? All these different things and more. So I thought it was appropriate to push the pause button instead of inviting and interviewing a guest, an inside-out global leader, on to ask them about their personal story and how it's impacted their outer work of influence, that I would actually infuse a story of my own. And this story has everything to do with my grandmother. We call her Gammy. She made such a lasting imprint on my life that I've got to share this story with you. Hang tight and enjoy. Just a couple short years ago, I got word that my only living grandparent, we called her Gammy, was not doing well physically and that we should probably seriously consider going up to see her. She lived in a retirement community approximately an hour from where we live in the greater Philadelphia area. Now, I have an older brother and younger sister. I'm the middle child and we are doing everything we possibly could, the three three of us, to spend time together. To actually put on our schedule a time where the three of us could join effort to go and see her, but we couldn't make it happen. We tried everything. So I made it a point to go solo, to go alone, to visit with her. Now you have to appreciate this in the early part of COVID, where there were all these protocols, especially with those living in retirement communities, the most vulnerable as it relates to COVID. So I put a date on the schedule. I knew the date and the time that I would go and visit with her. I arrive at the community. The first protocol, were answering all these questions about COVID, about my physical condition, who i had been in contact with. If that wasn't exhausting enough, then I went to another area on campus. And this is where I had to protect myself and also protect other people by the use of putting on a gown, a mask and a shield. And so once I had a chance to do all of that, now I was, I got the okay as it relates to the questions and how I answered the questions. I got an okay to see her in and through making sure that I was protected and also protecting other people I would touch base with and come across, namely my grandmother. I was getting closer and as I drew closer in her actual building, I still remember how I felt in the hallway. It's a mid sized hallway, approximately 50 steps to her room. And the anticipation was building, the emotions were mounting because I didn't know if I'd see my grandmother again after this visit. And with every step, I became more nervous. And as I approached her room, I didn't see her right away. I looked into her room and I saw a bunch of family pictures, which is not uncommon. She loved her family. And I saw pictures of my mom and her and, you know, some of her grandkids with her. And it actually anchored my emotions and my anxiousness and my nervousness began to subside. And I really honed in on not just how I felt, but I honed in on her. And as I proceed in the room, as I look past the different pictures and images and as I felt a calm and a peace begin to settle in, I peeked around a curtain to see my grandmother, Gammy. She was sound asleep, so I couldn't engage in immediate conversation with her. I wanted to be sensitive to the atmosphere, the environment, in the room. I didn't want to startle her. So I just allowed her to sleep without awakening her. But I wanted to make sure that when she would begin to get awake, that she could recognize who I was. And I remember going back and forth, like, do I remove my mask? Do the shield? And I remember a nurse that was coming in and out. I said, is it okay? Because I know you all have protocols. Is it okay to remove my mask? And she said, and my shield, and she said, I'll leave that up to you. So what do you think I did? <laughs> I removed my mask, shield, kept on the gown now. Because I knew when my grandmother woke up, I knew that she would want to recognize me and I didn't want to startle her. So as she remained asleep, now I got to share this with you, the overall visit of our time together was approximately 40 to 45 minutes, but there was only about 20 minutes where she was awake, where we could enjoy some meaningful, heartfelt, and present conversations. One of which I'm gonna share with you throughout the course of those, those 20 minutes that left such a lasting impact on my life that it's still to this day very difficult to put into words. And it was shortly after she woke up and I let her know who I was and you're just a case, And it was one of these moments and times where I was looking into her eyes, she was looking into my eyes, and we had this exchange that was absolutely amazing. And these words came out of the depth of my heart and out of my mouth and pierced the very depths of who she was. And here's what I said. Gammy, you are so beautiful. And when I said those words, it's almost as though this five-year-old little girl was leaping in the deepest place of who she was. Her countenance changed. There was a glow to her. There was nothing like it presence i was present with my grandmother she was present with me and i spoke those words spontaneously because that's how i felt in my heart and my soul and it greatly encouraged her to where you could see you could experience the change inside of her and outside of her Have you ever had one of those moments in your life where you're with someone, whether it be a team member, a neighbor, a family member, a close relative, whoever it is, and you're so locked in on them and they're so locked in on you, it's as though every person and everything on the planet begins to fade away and they begin to come right to the forefront of that time and that engagement. Well, that was me. Now I might, not I might. I need to share this next part with you. Those words, Gammy, you are so beautiful. They felt like in that moment when they came out of my mouth that they were suspended in midair for not just, you know, not just uh, minutes but hours. But in reality. It was just a few seconds, but yet the impact that she had on me and I had with her in that time, it's like a ripple effect that went out and still has an impact on me today. Now, I didn't know how long she would even remember those words because during the latter part of her life, her memory was not the best. It made the time with her and the words that came out of my mouth that much more important. I want to encourage you by the story with my grandmother. I want to encourage you about presence. Presence is something that we can take for granted because there's so much going on. So many people are tugging at us. So many people want our attention. There's so many things to engage on. But I have found that when we can learn about and embrace the discipline, the beauty and the power of presence, that's what takes a relationship and deepens it in a very short period of time. That's what helps us build and foster trust from the inside out with those within our overall sphere of influence. And that's important for us to know as leaders and as human beings. You know, our legacy depends on the presence we bring into our relationships. It's about having influence that matters. So I want to leave a couple thoughts with you behind as it relates to presence. And I want to be really, really practical. On a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is the lowest and 10 is the highest, how are you being as it relates to presence with yourself and your team members? Be honest in how you answer that. I'm here to say that if we're honest in our evaluation of how we're doing, it's in and out of that place we can be intentional and consistent with being that much more present with ourselves and those around us. Well, don't you know that my grandmother passed away shortly after that visit with her? And that memory is etched in to my heart forever. Gammy, she demonstrated not only by that time and that exchange, but throughout the course of her entire life of what presence really means. She was able to pass that along to me. So when she passed away from this earth, it's something I could carry on within the people that I get a chance to meet. I get a chance to grow. In the relationships with them throughout any course or period of time. Now it's your turn. Well, she passed away just ten days before her hundred and second birthday. You talking about a long life that was filled with presence, meaning, influence, and impact. Gammy, I want to say thank you. Because as you inspired and encouraged me, I'm able to inspire and encourage other people. Thank you. Be blessed in your pursuit of presence today.